Hello and welcome to Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic in mid-Missouri. As a reminder, you can now catch Community Pulse only on Wednesdays, that's at 9 a.m. on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at kopn.org and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And today on the show, we will discuss the end of the public health order in Boone County and the ongoing guidelines regarding COVID-19. Joining us on the line today is Sarah Hum, Public Information Specialist at Columbia Boone County Public Health and Human Services. Also, of course, our regular Dr. Elizabeth Alleman, local family physician and host of Your Health Matters on KOPN. Good morning, Dr. Alleman. Good morning to you and good morning, Sarah. Um, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I first wanted to just give a little update about um, numbers, uh, numbers in Boone County as far as uh, daily cases, daily new cases. Uh, the five-day average is nine new cases a day. Our hospitals are functioning in the green, which means normal function. There are 19 positive cases hospitalized in Boone County hospitals. Two of them are residents of Boone County. There are four in the intensive care unit and one on the ventilator. Um, the uh, Missouri uh, Sewer Shed Surveillance Project is showing continued low levels of uh, viral COVID viral um, RNA in our sewer systems. Uh, last reported data was from May the 2nd, so there's a little bit of a delay in that. And around the state, we are seeing continued slow declines in cases. And around the nation, in the United States, we're continuing to see a slow decline in average daily cases. We're running about seven-day average of just under 40,000 new cases. The hot spot that we were seeing um, in Michigan seems to have calmed down a little bit, and there are some other hot spots we see in New Mexico. Um, the the um, hot spots in Oregon seem to be diffusing a little bit, so a little bit in southern Colorado, but um, it looks like uh, Florida has not seen marked increases in cases after spring break. Um, vaccinations in the United States continue to roll out. Um, we did see a decrease in the uptake of all vaccinations, not just the Johnson & Johnson, during the couple of weeks where the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was on hold. Um, and we are seeing in the last week or so an increase again in number of daily vaccinations. So um, I'm hoping that what that means is that the public was um, – responsive to the um, uh, our response to the um, reports of serious side effects with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine and with our pause and now that we've had the pause and vaccinations have resumed and it does not appear that um, we underestimated that complication that people's confidence in the vaccine has resumed and then as of this week, uh, the Pfizer vaccine is now approved for use in people between the ages of 12 and 15. So anybody 12 and older can now get a Pfizer vaccine. 
And in Colombia, there is a, um, a mass vaccination uh, event happening, uh, sponsored by Boone, Boone Health, um, which we've usually called Boone Hospital Center. They are now Boone Health. And you can find them at boonehealth.com. And uh, they're located at the Columbia Mall. And I can see now that there are vaccination appointments for tomorrow starting at 8.45 a.m. and going until 5.40 p.m. And there are also appointments available on Saturday. Um, I just did a little um, look at the Walgreens site. And they also have a vaccines, a vaccine appointment available. And I am going to guess that that is true across the state, I mean, across the, the community with private um, uh, pharmacies. And Sarah, do you know about the availability of the vaccine for 12 to 15-year-olds? Yeah, so there are, we're really lucky in Boone County that we have a really great network of vaccinators that have um, various different uh, kinds. Some of them have Moderna, some have Pfizer, some have Johnson & Johnson, and some of them have all of the above. Um, and, you know, for us at the health department, we have all three, and so we use them um, for different types of things. Obviously, because Pfizer is um, approved for those younger ages, that's obviously the one right now that is getting the most attention. But from what we can tell, there is a good supply of Pfizer in Boone County. Great. So, uh, and you're actually vaccinating for COVID-19 at the health department? Yeah, so we're doing um, Moderna doses at the health department. Um, we have appointments this week um, on Thursday and Friday. And then we're doing community clinics. So we actually go out into the community and do various clinics at various locations based on need, where, where, as geographic need, where locations where there maybe aren't as many opportunities to get vaccinated. And then we also just wrapped up um, a two-week series where we were going to the more rural parts of Boone County and offering uh, Pfizer at those to encourage the, that 16 and up group to get vaccinated. So we'll continue to look for those types of opportunities and work with our local vaccinators to help share resources and staff. And um, our many, our primary care provider practices, family physicians and pediatricians, are they having them in their offices at this point or are we still mostly doing them through the health department and the pharmacies and yeah, so it's, at this point, um, the vaccines are mostly available at your local hospitals, health department, and then most pharmacies. And, um, you know, one of the nice things that has happened in the past couple of months is that we have some uh, federal partners who have come on, which means they get their vaccine from uh, federal instead of state, which means we have more vaccine coming into our community. So those are, are like the Hy-Vee, Walmart, Sam's Club, those types of things. Uh, which has been really great in adding additional supply. And, you know, that's an opportunity for folks if they want to get their vaccine and do their grocery shopping at the same time, there's an opportunity for that. So our goal is, is making sure that folks know what their options are and making it as most convenient as possible. Right. And are you, um, is the health department vaccinating um, the 12 to 15-year-old uh, with the Pfizer? Um, not yet. Uh, so today um, the CDC is expected to meet. Um, they have, there's a specific committee for that. Um, and so the, it's the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices. And so they will meet today 
Um, and if they approve it as well, the next step is that tomorrow our medical director would then amend our standing orders to include the 12 to 15-year-olds, and the state will have to do the same thing of amending their standing orders. And so um, it's, you know, the, the news from, from the FDA was very exciting, but there's more steps to it. And so, Okay. So we don't it, have people, we don't have final approval yet for people to vaccinate 12 to 15-year-olds today, but we're correct. expecting that that will happen tomorrow. Correct. Yes. If everything goes according to how it's expected to go, um, yeah, our, if, if the CDC approves it today, our medical director um, will amend our standing orders and then, um, you know, folks can and start getting their 12 and 15 to 15-year-olds signed up for appointments, um, maybe even as early as tomorrow or, or Friday. And Boone Hospital has the, the quickest um, clinic that will be coming up on, on Thursday. So um, that's a good idea for parents who have kids in that age range. If they want to go ahead and start figuring out what their options are, um, that's, that's certainly something that they can do now. Right. And so it sounds like Boone, Boone Health may be the first one to be allowing people to schedule vaccines, presuming that these um, approvals are going to happen. And, and so far in the vaccine rollout, these approvals have happened on the schedule we've been expecting. Yeah, yeah. So that's, um, you know, once they have a meeting scheduled of when that, those groups are expected to meet, um, they have been approving those on those scheduled days. So um, unless something goes not according to plan, we would expect that the, uh, the ACIP would approve that today. So if people were looking at um, any site and looking for an, an appointment and being told that they couldn't get a younger person between that 12 to 15-year-old an appointment yet, that may be just because that facility is just waiting for the final approval before they allow um, appointments and that checking in tomorrow would be a reasonable thing to do and the expectation Correct. is that in the next day or two those appointments will open up. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, some places um, still obviously have their website saying 16 and over just because that hasn't been approved yet, right. but um, that should change as it is approved. So, um, yeah, for parents who have kids in that age range, you know, making sure that they're checking back at those sites where they know that they can get Pfizer, you know, maybe um, even later today or tomorrow. Okay. So, um, you know, Sarah, I invited you on to talk about the um, expiration of the public health order, and then this exciting thing happened in the meantime. So I'm really glad that you were available to do that. So today is the day when the public health order for Boone County and the City of Columbia expires and is not being renewed. Correct. So at what's basically noon today, um, okay. the both orders for Boone County and also for Columbia will expire, and the health director has um, recommended that people follow the CDC guidance, and so um, that would be for things like social distancing, wearing masks, and avoiding large gatherings, uh, but those are just recommendations, and there are no mandates after noon today. So can you talk about what's the difference between um, a guidance and a mandate or a public health order? Sure. So 
Uh, well, we've been in a public health order for uh, over a year now, different variations of it. It's, it's changed over time to meet the need of what our data was showing us was, you know, when we had November, December was really our, our peak of really high cases. And so at that time, you know, the restrictions were a little bit more with occupancy types of restrictions and, and restrictions for gathering size. And then as we look at the data and saw that the numbers started to fall in, in in January and February and continued to fall, you know, we tried to make sure we're matching the health orders with what the data is showing us. And so um, at this point, they, our numbers are low enough where we're having, um, you know, the five-day rolling average is less than 10, um, and we have really our, – our hospitals are looking really good. Um, and our case investigators and contact tracers are able to keep up with their workload, and our vaccination rates are, are still looking really good. And so taking all of those things into consideration, um, the health director felt like it was uh, a good time to get rid of those health orders but then issue a recommended guidance. So basically what that means is that if you, um, say, a restaurant owner or business owner – don't have to enforce masking, social distancing, and the social distancing occupancy in their buildings, um, but we recommend that they do now, but they don't have to. So um, basically what that means is going forward, uh, people might see that some places keep that. Um, they may still recommend or, or they still may enforce masking and social distancing, and other businesses may not. Um, and so that's uh, something we'll have to see how that plays out. We, our health director has talked to um, several businesses who have said that they will continue having those as requirements for uh, being in their business, but that doesn't mean all places will. And it, it's, a private business can still ask people to wear a mask, and as far as we know, that, that, that's a perfectly legal thing for a private business to do. Yeah, you know, we're we're not uh, – I can't give any legal advice for no, sure. No, I'm, I'm not an attorney and neither are you. But as far as we right. know, that is a thing that people do and is um, within Correct. the normal customary – Correct. Um, and, that, and that would just be – I mean, they would be following the CDC guidance that has been out. And so instead of having our own guidance, which – closely follow CDC guidance, we're recommending people just go ahead and follow that CDC guidance, um, which is similar to what was in the health orders. Okay. So um, the guidelines of the CDC are not really that much different than what was in the public health order. Correct. So, um, you know, the, it gets a little bit um, more complicated when we talk about the difference between vaccinated folks and unvaccinated folks. Uh, because the CDC does very much uh, parse out that there are things that vaccinated people can do that they do not recommend that unvaccinated people do. So that includes gathering outside with other people, unmasked and uh, without social distancing. Um, so there, our health order did not include the difference of vaccinated versus unvaccinated. So that's right. the biggest difference between what was in the health order and what the CDC guidance has. Okay, so let's just go through the the health order, um, and I do not have it in front of me, but 
we've all been living with it. So one was a requirement that people wear masks when social distancing was not possible. Mm -hmm. And so that meant that um, individual businesses did not have the option of either requiring or not requiring masks, and they didn't have the option of not enforcing masking. Correct. So if if someone was in um, a local business, the requirement was that masking would be required if they are not seated and or eating and drinking. So if you go into, say, a restaurant, then you're supposed to wear your, you were supposed to wear your mask walking from, you know, the front door to your table. Once you get to your table, you can take off the mask. But if you get up again uh, to, say, use the restroom, you would need to put your mask on. Um, So that was in the health order. um, And very similar types of things are recommended by the CDC. uh, But because the health order won't exist after noon today, that will not be a requirement. So at this point, it's now up to each individual business to decide their policy and how strongly they're going to enforce it. That's correct. And it is still then up to each person to decide what they're going to do about wearing a mask and whether they're going to challenge a business or push back on the business's policies. Correct. And, you know, part of this is, you know, we had a, a, on May 3rd, we had a community briefing where the mayor, the presiding commissioner, and the health director all spoke, and there was a, um, there was a sentiment from the presiding, commi- presiding commissioner about um, some personal responsibility of that this is now up to each individual to make sure that they're doing what they can to keep themselves safe, their families, each other, our community uh, by both, you know, following that CDC guidance of wearing masks and social distancing, but then also making sure that they get vaccinated. And so while we're, we have really great vaccination rates here in Boone County, there's still work to be done. And so we're still um, encouraging people to get vaccinated when they can. Uh-oh, I can't hear you anymore. Oh, Now I can hear you. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yes, and I just want to clarify that Boone County has really good vaccination rates compared to other counties in Missouri for some complex reasons. But compared to the rest of the country, um, we are, the the entire state of Missouri is lagging behind. If you go to the um, New York Times website and look at their map, you can see that Missouri is a pale green island in the midst of a darker green, more highly immunized sea of a country. Um, we're not the worst. We are not, the, we are not lagging behind everybody, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, thank goodness for Alabama or, or Mississippi or we'd really look bad. Um, and we are not like head and shoulders towering above the rest of the state. We're just doing a mm-hmm. little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, yeah. For complex reasons, it's not really any one person's fault, although I am not in agreement with the way the governor has rolled out our vaccines, and I will not ask you, Sarah, to comment on that at all. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, And if anybody isn't following that, you might look at news reports about the distribution preferentially to rural uh, counties and avoiding Kansas City and St. Louis. 
and there is seems to be a correlation. I do not know if it's a causation between the number of people who in a county who voted for the governor and the number of uh, vaccines they got. Um, so uh, we, but we do have a better vaccination rate than the rest of the state, and I want to get back to our public health orders. So some of the rules were about occupancy of um, restaurants and bars, and mm -hmm. it sounds like that will, is now just, is, is there CDC guidance about occupancy for businesses like bars, restaurants, coffee shops? So the way that our health order has kind of evolved is that at one point we had an occupancy limit where you couldn't have uh, more than X number of people inside of a business or percentage of people inside your business. Um, and then it moved to where you only had to have um, social distance occupancy, which basically means that you had to have six feet in between each group or each um, table. And that obviously would mean for most places that they could not have the same um, number of people in their business that they would normally have. So while we didn't have occupancy limits, there were some, um, we called it social distancing occupancy based on the amount of space that a place has in their, um, in their business. Um, you know, a, a big part of that guidance still with CDC is, is meaning maintaining six feet of distance, especially when you can't, um, you know, and, and masking with that. So if you can't maintain that six feet of distance, making sure you're wearing a mask. And so, um, again, though, our recommendation is for folks to follow that guidance, but um, because there won't be a health order, we cannot enforce any of that. There is also a restriction on the size of gatherings, and, mm -hmm. um, and and I know the CDC says to avoid medium and large gatherings, um, especially indoor ones. Mm -hmm. Do, has it, have you seen a number associated to what is a medium or a large gathering? Yeah, I think that that is certainly um, up to interpretation of what people think might a, a medium or large size gathering might look like. Um, our previous health orders we had at one point it was 20 people, and then it moved to 50 people, and then it was 200 people, and, and kind of expanding. Um, you know, I think for the most part that is looking at things like weddings and indoor events. Um, we're lucky that we're entering the summer months where it is warmer and people can be outside and have some events outside because that reduces the risk. Um, but certainly the, um, the term medium and large gatherings is, 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 has some room for interpretation of what that might mean. Yes, I think that there's a lot of um, uh, stored up energy of people who've been wanting to do things like funerals, weddings, graduation ceremonies. And it mm -hmm. sounds like those things are, people are, stepping their toes into those kinds of things. But it, the, uh, what I'm hearing from the Health Department and the Centers for Disease Control is that just because that's not illegal anymore does not mean that it's being encouraged. Correct, yeah. So even though that it's not going to be part of a health order that we, the, the way that it would work is if someone wanted to have an event that was, um, say, for example, 
uh, when the limit was 50 people, if you wanted to have a wedding that had 65 people, you had to submit an operational plan to our business guidance team for review, and they would go through things like if you were having food, what that looked like, if you were having, you know, what, what kinds of things you were having at that event and what those touch points were going to be, how often you were cleaning those touch points, what were you were doing to um, write down the names of everyone attending in case there happened to be an outbreak. Um, and so we're, we're at a very different time now than when we were only allowing you know, 20 or 50 people in, in, in a, any sort of a gathering. Um, but that is still an important thing to consider is if you are having some sort of a gathering, what does that look like as far as making sure you're sanitizing common touch points, how you're seating people, um, especially in this now where we have, you know, kind of the vaccinated and unvaccinated people, are your attendees vaccinated? And if so, you know, are they sitting with other people who aren't vaccinated or what does that look like? And so if people are planning to hold events, that is something they would want to still think about and consider. And the CDC has lots of guidance on things to think about when, um, it, when considering what that event might look like. And does the uh, Columbia Boone County Health Department still have people who can help people think those kinds of things through? I, and I know that y'all have been working really hard this last year, but I'm wondering if that's still something that is a service that people could consult the health department about. Sure. So, yeah, it, yes, um, we have a business guidance team. You know, we had at the peak, we had a business guidance team, sports guidance, and school guidance. Um, and so those will kind of be merged into just one guidance. Uh, but it's, since there's no health order, they, that's kind of it's difficult for us to give anyone a definitive answer. The best we can do is say, here's what the CDC guidance says, but then gotcha. leave that up to the business or the event planner to make those decisions about what that looks like. But it sounds like you're there to help people think things through and to think things through that they might not have thought about. Things like Certainly. what are we going to do about the fact that some, given that, you know, about 50% of adults in Boone County have been vaccinated, um, the, the idea that you would have an event that would have only vaccinated people at it would be really unusual. So mm -hmm. I think that anybody who's going to have an event needs to, expect that there would be vaccinated and unvaccinated people, especially if you're inviting anybody under the age of 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking too about if you're, say, hosting a wedding, are you having people from other counties, other states, um, other countries even, and what does that look like as far as what those vaccination rates and where those people are coming from? And, and um, so, yeah, if, you, if you're someone who plans to hold any sort of an event, especially if it's an indoor event, um, you know, we recommend you looking at that CDC guidance. And, and we got lots of questions yesterday from businesses with the announcement of the health order officially going to expire of um, how that might affect those businesses. And we certainly appreciate all of that the businesses have done in the past more than a year because a lot of them have been really great partners in making sure that we keep our community safe and they keep their customers safe. And so we really appreciate all that they have done. And so we'll continue to answer as many questions as we can. Do you, as we're winding down with our time, uh, Sarah, do you want to have any um, final thoughts? 
Yeah, so I think that the main thing is that we encourage folks to get vaccinated. And if you have um, kids that are uh, eligible to be vaccinated, that you have that discussion with them and, and figure out what the options are for vaccination. Uh, folks can visit como.gov slash COVID vaccine, and we have a list there of the many options for vaccination of where people can go to get vaccinated. And so we encourage folks to um, to do that and, and do what makes sense for them as far as convenience and, and location of where they want to get it. We also have an FAQ on that page. So if people have questions, they can go to that FAQ and have their questions answered. Well, thank you very much, Sarah Hum from the Boone County uh, City of Columbia Health Department. Um, thank you. And thank you for to having the engineers. Me. Thank you for listeners. Please, um, I'm encouraging people to uh, get a vaccine, uh, wear your mask, wash your hands, um, take your vitamin D, and uh, cultivate a cheerful confidence that you can survive a viral illness. And next Wednesday, I am hoping to find a guest to talk about the data supporting um, the safety and efficacy of vaccinations in children. Thank you, Dr. Alleman, and thank you, Dr. Home for your thoughts today on the COVID-19 pandemic. And that's it for today's edition of Community Polls. We'll be posting this show later today at kopn.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to Community Polls. 51% is up next.